Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast with David Baker. David was a former paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne Division and for over 30 years has been a preacher. He has written five books and is an Amazon number one best-selling author. He is the chaplain at the county jail, pastors a church, and is the father of 11 children. Yes, 11. This podcast is here to give you wisdom for your family, your marriage, your children, your finances, your health, and your life. And now, the host of Wisdom of Life podcast, David Baker. Hello and welcome, David Baker. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. We're glad that you're here. Uh, I have an interesting topic today that I think that you will enjoy and be a help to you. It is uh, the three biggest questions in the world, in the universe, and we're going to answer them for you. Okay, the three biggest questions in the world and answer them for you. I enjoy questions. Questions are fun. Uh, Questions are interesting. Questions are probing. Questions make you think. Uh, And some questions are um, stupid. (laughs) Yeah, stupid. People say there are no stupid questions. No, I've heard a bunch of them. They are stupid. So uh, um, here's one. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could only bring one item, what would it be? Really? Um, Okay. I'll play um, a Walmart. There we go. Uh, how about that one? Um, you know, the deep, important question in the universe, toilet paper. Does it hang over the front or over the back? Okay, over the back. We had some interloper in our house because uh, in one of our bathrooms, someone, I don't know who yet, but I will find out, someone... <laughs> put the toilet paper hanging down the back. I'm sorry, look at the original patent. The toilet paper hangs over the front. Um, Stupid questions. If corn oil is made from corn and vegetable oil is made from vegetables, what is baby oil made from? Yeah. Why is an alarm clock going off when it actually turns on? And why is it when we used to have to uh, use Windows 98, you had to click start in order to stop it? Huh? So, um, and why is lemon juice made with artificial flavor and dishwashing liquid made with real lemons? That doesn't quite make sense, does it? And the last one of these uh, sort of silly ones, why can't women put on mascara with their mouth closed? Okay. (laughs) You ever seen it? Uh, It's fun. So, all right, let me give you some real easy questions and then we'll get into the deep ones. So, easy question. Here we go. How long did the Hundred Years War last? Uh, did you guess? Did you guess? 116 years, right? Um, then, what country founded and makes Panama hats? What country founded and makes Panama hats? Okay, what do you want to think? You want to guess? Yeah, you're right, Ecuador. <laughs> yeah, Ecuador, true for real. Um, and the last one of these: From which animal do we get cat gut? From which animal do we get cat gut? All right, you ready? You got it? Yeah, you got it right. Okay, sheep, sheep. All right, that's it. All right, these three most important questions in the history of the universe, to be honest, the smartest people in the world can't answer them. The smartest people in the world can't answer them. I spent too much time reading about the smartest people in the world. (laughs) I did. Um, And number 30, co-founder of Microsoft, uh, billionaire Paul Allen, IQ between 160 and 170, nah, he can't answer that. Um, number 23, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, nope, PhD in astrophysics, no, he, he can't answer this either. Um, Gary Kasparov, smartest, probably the best chess player of all times, um, nope, he can't answer it either. 
Um, let me get to number one. They say he's already dead, but Stephen Hawking, born in 1942, 17 years old, received a scholarship to read physics and chemistry at Oxford University, earned a bachelor's degree in 62, moved to Cambridge to study cosmology. He could not answer this question either. The smartest people in the world cannot answer these three questions that are the most important questions in the history of the universe. And so, praise the Lord, we can. Number one question, here it is, where we came from. Where did we come from? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. There you go. That's it. We know it. We found it. Well, I just don't know if I believe that. Really? I mean, there are thousands of proofs. We could go on for thousands and thousands of hours. Uh, let me just give you quickly the systems of our body, okay? We live with us. We should know these, at least some, and see if you don't think there had to be a designer for all of these things. So uh, the intugamentarian uh, uh, system is our outer layer, okay? Skin, nails, hair, glands, skin on your, uh, the nerves on your skin, uh, physical barrier protecting us from bacteria, the largest organ on our body. It's amazing. Water can't come in to the skin. It reflects it out, but yet water goes out all the time when we sweat. We're just designing that. That's pretty amazing. That system, how that protects the uh, outer part of our body. The skeletal system, okay, this hard bone structure on the inside, uh, hundreds of bones inside of our body, knee bones connected to the, yeah, that one. Um, amazing, this core system of a skeleton structure. Then the muscular system, okay, uh, muscular system that is able to pull and work and do the things to attach to the bones to give us the core system um, and cover the skin, this muscular system that's in literally all over our body, all the different muscles, nothing would work without it. The nervous system, more than 45 miles distance, uh, 45 miles of nerves, 45 miles in one body. Um, and to go to any part of our body in one one hundredth of a second, one one hundredth of a second. Amazing. The endocrine system releases hormones in the bloodstream. Uh, it helps control mood, growth, development, where organs work, metabolism, reproduction, all that. The endocrine system. All these things are happening at the same time, crossing over, and we don't even know or think about it. Cardiovascular system, heart, blood, blood vessels. Uh, all of that to be able to take the blood to all the parts of the body. Unbelievable. The, the lymphatic system. Um, the lymphatic system that's able to call the lymph, the lymph nodes, uh, it drains fluid, it leaks into the blood vessels, there's delicate tubes all throughout our body, uh, it works with the immune system, um, and uh, it includes the lymph nodes, the spleen, the tonsils, certain tissue, mucous membranes in the body, and we don't even know about it. And boy, without that, what would our body and life be? Respiratory system, you got to breathe, airways, lungs, blood vessels, uh, how just God connects the blood with the oxygen to be able to take that around the body through the respiratory system, the cardiovascular system, incredible. Digestive system, the mouth, uh, uh, pharynx, uh, esophagus, stomach, uh, small intestine, large intestine, and others, uh, salivary glands, liver, gallbladder, pancreas, makes a digestive juice to help our bodies digest food and liquids. That digest amazing. We put food into our mouth too, and it tastes good. And then all the things that digestive system does to be able to take that and convert it into energy, part of the urinary system. Urinary system functions to filter blood, create urine as well as uh, as the urine as a waste byproduct. The organs include kidney, 
renal pelvis, uh, uterus, bladder, urethra. The body takes nutrients from food, converts them into energy. Amazing. Then you have the reproductive system, the male and the female, two different systems that work together to make a body. And I just went through that in just a few minutes. Could you imagine? Every bit of those, they all work together, coordinated perfectly by one brain, most of them working behind the scenes without any thought or effort of ours at all. Huh. And to think, all that happened over millions or billions of years from a rock. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? Wow. No, it happened from a designer named God. So the most important questions in the history of the universe, number one, where we came from, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then God created man in his own image, Genesis 1, 26 and 7. Okay, so number one question answered. Where did we come from? Simple, God. You know, the smartest people in the world don't know that. They do not know that. They believe millions and millions and billions of years from a rock, that's where all of those systems and everything else came from. How's that? Number two, big question, where are we going? Where are we going? Hey, we're not going to live forever. Hey, don't take life too seriously. You're not going to get out of it alive. So where are we going when we die? Two places, heaven or hell, nothing in between. It's important that man wants to die and after this, a judgment. We have to be born again. We have to be born again. How? By believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. You must be born again, John 3, 3. How? By John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Wow. Have you accepted Jesus only as your Savior? Better make sure you do. Better make sure you do. How? Know you're a sinner. Realize we deserve hell because of our sin. There's a penalty for it. But Jesus loved us, died, buried, and rose again to pay that penalty for us. And then if we'll accept Jesus as our Savior, call upon him, trust only him, nothing we can do. The Bible says we shall be saved. If you've never done that before, just simply wherever you are, if you're driving, pull over the side of the road, uh, or just say this out loud, quietly, silently, however, mean this in your heart. Say something like this to the Lord. Dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, and I would deserve hell. But Jesus, please save me and take me to heaven when I die. I trust only Jesus, nothing I can do. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen not a fancy words that save you. It's just you meaning this in your heart. If you meant this in your heart and called out to the Lord, hey, saved on your way to heaven. There's a thief on the cross who's getting the death penalty for his, for his sin. And a few minutes earlier, he's mocking Jesus. Then he realizes by watching who he is. And he leans, he reaches over and says to him, Lord, remember me when thou enterest into thy kingdom. That's it. That was the sinner's prayer. Wasn't fancy words that saved him. But his sincerity of calling upon Jesus, and Jesus told him, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. That's it. It's that simple. Number one, where we came from? Smartest people in the world can't answer that. Uh, but we can. In the beginning, God created. Uh, second, where are we going? Boy, the smartest people in the world have no idea. They debate, is our life after death? They have no idea. We know. And we know where we're going. Through Jesus, it's heaven. And number three, biggest question, why are we here? Why are we here? Somebody said, well, I was put on this earth to play football. <laughs> okay. You may be a good football player. And I like watching a good football game. Go balls. Um, but did I say that? Oh, how did that get in there? Anyway, um, but really, 
you were put on this earth to play football? That was it? Well, I was put on this earth to drive a race car. Okay. Uh, really? That's that's why you were on the earth? Why are you here? Eat, drink, and be merry. Really? I just make money survive. Really? Now, why are you here? It's amazing how many Christians don't know this. We know where we came from. God created. We know where we're going, heaven, because of Jesus. But why are we here? We may know it, but most Christians don't live it. Why are we here? To glorify God. Colossians 1.16, all things were created by him and for him. We're created by God and we're created for him. Glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. You're bought with a price, 1 Corinthians 6 says. Um, Romans 6, uh, 15, 6, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even your Father, which is in heaven. We are here to bring glory to God. So how do we do that? How do we bring glory to God? Very simple. John 15, 5, herein is my Father glorified. Okay, Jesus can answer it for us. That ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Do you understand why you're here, Christian? Is to bear fruit, to show people how to go to heaven. You know the truth. You're saved. You're on your way to heaven. The world is lost and dying without Christ. There are some people who would never talk to me. I don't like preachers. I didn't like preachers. <laughs> like preachers I still don't like. They, there are a lot of people who would not talk to me as a preacher. But you know who they would talk to? You. They would talk to you. They would listen to you. We're supposed to tell them. There are people that you could reach that I could never reach. And vice versa. That's why all of us are supposed to do that. Well, you're a preacher. You're supposed to do that. I'm to do that because I'm a Christian, not because I'm a preacher. As a preacher, I'm a shepherd over a flock to help them with their life. But as a Christian, I am to glorify God. And how do I glorify God? By bearing much fruit. By bearing much fruit. First, we bear fruit. Then God purges us. John 15, you can read it. Then uh, God says we'll bear much fruit when we abide with him. And, uh, and I'm sorry, then we abide with him. We are going to, um, bear much fruit, abide with him, be close to him, talk to him, spend time with him, ask him to guide us and lead us and help us. Amazing. Go read John 15 and see why we're here. We're here to glorify God. And that is going to come by us bearing fruit. Hey, Christian, do you realize we all should be living for one moment in time? Oh, what's that? That moment in time when every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to God, so that every one of us shall give account of himself to God, Romans 14, 11 and 12. When they call our name and we kneel down and we see the wounds in his feet and in his hands, and he says something like, here's what I did for you. What did you do for me? And then we have to give an account of that. Wow, that's big. That's big. Boy, Lord, I wasn't perfect. You know that. But I did this and this and this and this to bear much fruit. So you would be glorified. And then he says, well done, thou good and faithful servant, and gives us a crown that we later get to cast at his feet and say only you're worthy to receive glory and honor and praise. Christian, do you understand? That's why you're here. That's why you're here. And if your life is not spent trying to bear much fruit, then you're missing something. Okay? You're missing something. So two things real quick. Hey, send somebody this video. Go watch it yourself. Uh, www.5-16-30.com. 5-16-30.com. Okay, so uh, go send some of that. It's a simple plan of salvation. Okay, it's all it is. Send that to somebody. Text them, email them, post on social media, or make your own video. That's even better. Uh, but how simple is, is it to use something like that? 
If you want to study more, would love to give you a free college course on personal evangelism, witnessing 26 lessons, college course, two credits. Okay. Give it to you for free. Go to familybaptistbibleinstitute.com and click enroll and it'll be in your classes. Okay. Uh, familybaptistbibleinstitute.com. Why are we here? Hey, we know where we came from. God created. We know where we're going, heaven through Jesus. And why are we here? To glorify God. And we do that by bearing much fruit. Hey, let's work on that. Let's do that. Let's be that um, and tell the world, hey, the smartest people in the world cannot answer those questions, but we can. We can. What an amazing thing. Hey, let's share those with the world. Hey, God bless you and have a good week. And uh, hey, be kind to everyone because everyone's having a tough time. Thank you for listening to the Wisdom for Life podcast. If you have any questions for us, email us at askpastorbaker at gmail.com and we will answer them in an upcoming podcast. The email is askpastorbaker at gmail.com. 